Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Aloha, spooky nerds, and welcome to Talking Strange, a paranormal pop culture show with the Den of Geek Network. I'm your host, journalist, author, and researcher of weird things, Aaron Sagers. And you can catch me on the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus series, Paranormal Caught on Camera. I am also the host of the new Netflix series, 28 Days Haunted. Now, in the new supernatural horror-adjacent road trip movie, Next Exit, directed by Molly Elfman, a research scientist played by Karen Gillan makes national news, proving she can track people into the afterlife. That sets the stage for two travelers, Rose, played by Katie Parker, and Teddy, played by Rahul Kohli of iZombie, Midnight Mass, and The Haunting of Bly Manor. These two strangers both harboring dark secrets, race to join the doctor's contentious study and to leave this life behind. While Rose is haunted by a ghostly presence that she cannot outrun, Teddy is forced to confront his past. As these two misfits humorously quarrel their way across the country, they meet people along the way who force them to reckon with what is really driving them. It's in select theaters and on demand in the film is quite beautiful, at times funny, it's poignant, and even occasionally scary. To chat about it, we spoke with director Molly Elfman about her take on the supernatural and growing up in a haunted house. We also spoke to Rahul Kohli, who is a straight-up atheist and a paranormal non-believer. And what was kind of fun about this interview is that it was recorded on Day of the Dead, which is a great time to be talking about the afterlife and what's beyond. So listen in. Let me uh, let me begin and just say I really enjoyed the film. I found it to be uh, really quite beautiful. And I, I like that we're talking about ghosts, but not ghosts. It's, you know, about giving up the ghosts, about letting go. And it's not last exit it's next exit um uh, amali why don't you start and tell me a little bit about just your theory on on ghosts and how that tied into this story yeah i think i uh i just wanted to create a world uh that actually you know i believe in ghosts i've believed in ghosts since i was a little kid i've had experiences with ghosts uh i believe that it is us humans here on earth that are keeping ghosts here because or, or entities here because we can't let go of things uh or there is unfinished business i believe in all of that for me i just uh i think this was also looking into what happens it you know after life and in death and not being able you know reading the bible reading the cross reading anything that i could and religion wasn't making sense to me and so i just wanted to make a world in which it did make sense and i just wanted to get that out of the way at the start because i feel like when you just shift one reality 
uh, in life that we all experience. Uh, there's changes and ripple effects throughout everybody. Some people have big experiences, some people don't. Some people all of a sudden are open to things and can see things. Others don't change their way at all. I mean, we've definitely seen this with COVID. Uh, and I think that's when my pitch for this movie suddenly went from everybody not believing me to, oh yeah, that that is what would happen. So for me, that was really the reason why I wanted to start, but and just the world that I wanted to create, but it has, it was always about these two characters and it was always a character study that I was most interested in making. So it was creating a world that I wanted to live in and then watching these two characters kind of play in it. So in a way, were you researching this topic even before the movie was a thing by, you said, reading all these religious texts? I read, a, yes. And look, I grew up in a haunted house. And like I said, there was a ghost that I talked to my whole childhood. Now, whether that be a ghost or an imaginary friend or a guardian angel or whatever, I mean, that's the thing is that what, what is it, especially when you're a kid and you need friends and you need somebody to talk to, you can create things. Uh, and like I said, I think ghosts are things that kind of are something that us humans need. Uh, so that's, it, it, I, it was studied, but it was also very much based on my own personal experience. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think a ghost is? I mean, I think that it is literally a piece of ourselves that is not able to be seen in this world that we can pass on. It's another realm that is close to ours. And uh, it is a piece of ourselves that goes on without us, without this body that is such a pain in the ass to carry around. Yeah. Uh, Rahul, what, 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 well, what do I think? I, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a... Hunter. I mean, to my knowledge, I mean, I've said this, I say this a lot when I do like comic cons and speaking engagements, to my knowledge, no one has come back from the other side and say, here's the handbook for the recently deceased. And uh, I tend to think that, I don't know, maybe, maybe a ghost is an echo in time. Maybe it's someone that has some leftover business to do. Maybe it's someone watching over a loved one. Maybe it's someone that's existing in their own timeline and we somehow overlap and it's more science fiction than uh, paranormal. I don't know. Maybe it's all of those things together. All of the above, I think. And I don't yeah. think that time exists on the other side. That is the one big thing. Oh yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's weird how like maybe if, if whatever's happening on the other side, maybe time is not existing in the same way for them as we perceive it. Uh, Rahul, what do you, what do you think a ghost is? Oh, this is a, the wrong room for me. I, I don't believe in anything. I'm a, a stone called atheist. None of it all of it nonsense aliens alien sure yeah uh mathematically i believe in in aliens um but uh in terms of the supernatural now nothing absolutely nothing and i don't think it's the wrong room for you i mean i i i like that and i look i love talking to people um that are skeptical or don't have those kinds of beliefs as well because i find that fascinating mm -hmm. and and honestly you know, from a global perspective, sometimes I feel like we could do with uh, a lot less religion. But um, but with that said, though, with your projects between this film and, you know, working on the Flanagan stuff, and I even, mm -hmm. I guess even tangentially connected to like something like Guy Zombie, when you're working on this kind of genre stuff, has it made you reflect at all on your philosophies about what's out there? No, it's just work. <laughs> like I don't believe in zombies or Supergirl. <clears throat> um, uh, it's just, it's just kind of uh, fallen into it, really. Like, um, I, I zombie was my first gig, and then that went for five years, and then I 
the first job I got outside of iZombie was Blind Manor, which led to Mass, which led to Next Exit, which led to the fall of the House of Usher. So it's, and then Ghostbusters. Um, so it's not, it, it, it's 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 not like a particularly with horror and and Marley knows this. It's not my genre really. Um, even as a as a fan, I I I would dabble in like horror video games um but that was more being a gamer that needed to play everything rather than a fan of the genre but through this experience um with these projects i've definitely started to broaden my horizons and um like decided off my own volition to watch black phone the other week and um yeah so it's but it's more of like uh it's almost like an athlete not watching the sport like it's crazy that i don't now watch the sport that i play in so through that if, if there's something if there's a must-see kind of spooky show or film I, I make the effort now to to watch but uh it hasn't impacted any type of philosophy or anything like that i don't know if that's a, a very just a side note i don't know if that's a clint eastwood poncho hanging over your gaming chair but yes i i love that the well with that said you know, aside from the belief and look, belief is a very strong word. I think there's ideas and theories that I try to have without having strict belief. But why do you think ghost stories continue to exist? What's the purpose of people trading these stories back and forth and the popularity of this genre? Uh, just in the grand scheme of things from your perspective, Rahul. Well, I think that the unknown will always interest us i think um and it appeals to base human things we do like to uh be afraid we like to challenge that so when you get into the kind of real kind of horror there's an allure to being scared to to confronting that fear i think for other people it gives them hope um in you know where their loved ones are or it's 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 i think it's a very personal thing um i don't necessarily connect emotionally to that but what i do connect to and i think um I, again with marley <clears throat> with next exit and with technically with, with 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 blind manor the idea that the ghost is is really trauma that you know we hang on to um and i relate to that absolutely i i'm someone who's guilt-ridden and i have demons and i've i created my own kind of ghosts that haunt me and give me nightmares so in that respect i can identify with that um but like i said it's 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 i think everyone takes something uh, uh takes something personal from it right the and and uh, you know i like that idea as well and i think it's very much reflected in the film uh molly that these these ghosts are it's, it's the past lingering as well it's the you know it's history trying to be remembered it's stories and it's um yeah it's it's our own trauma kind of following us around i think that something that really struck me about this film is i was it's a road trip it's it's also a road trip it's this journey to the other side of america from one coast to the next coast take me through kind of the decision making process on that molly as far as putting them on the roads has that was that very intentional this kind of pilgrimage from one side to the next absolutely um 
you know, I, one, I, I, I love going on road trips. You know, we just got to go through the Southwest and bring the film back to, to come carry and Albuquerque and the places that we shot, which I absolutely loved. But there is something about taking the time to drive across the country. I, th I think when you get on a plane, you're trying to get there most of the time as uncomfortably as possible from one place to another. And you arrive and you kind of get through your day. There's something about actually taking the time to process when you're driving and you get to look out the window and you get to see the beauty of the world. And that was a big point of both of these characters finally getting out of the bubbles that they had both been trapped in, either in their minds or physically or by their, the means that they had and seeing the world. Uh, there's nothing like driving across the country and seeing the clouds and the skies and the beauty up above because there's something that makes you feel both very small and insignificant and allows you to kind of get out of your own way and also understand that there is something important maybe out there that you gotta go seek. So that's what I love about a road trip is kind of the discovery and the time that you get with these characters. Uh, and for me, it was also looking at the United States and intentionally there was always, I wanted a political element, a religious element, a family element and a spiritual element. Um, and the point is hopefully not to have any leanings towards any way, but just to have discussions about them and to open the door. Because oftentimes when you're making big decisions in your life, those are four very important elements that might add into that. And I wanted them to have to deal with those in different ways and then ultimately make their own choices. Uh, choices are always very important for me and the characters both being given a moment in which they get to have, uh, they get to make choices for their own lives uh, was always very important in the structure. Um, and then the practicality of making them drive across the United States. Originally, it was supposed to be New York all the way, but because of COVID, we started in Kansas City, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and then LA. And I am still shocked. I, I still can't believe, Rahul, that you showed up in Kansas. I felt like I was like <laughs> in Kansas City in like that hotel that like he didn't even fit in. It was like the doors and the showers were all like made for five foot five people. Oh, and I just like which one was the one? What city had the bathtub in the bedroom? Oh, Do you remember I had City. that was Kansas, right? It had the bathtub inside the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, we really it was uh it was funny because we we got to fly out randomly. Uh we couldn't fly out on a, a normal airline, so we had to fly out private in order to keep ourselves completely bubbled. And so we fly <laughs> out private. So it's this nice jets taking us out there. And then we land, and that's the first motel that we stay in. Yeah. And then I think they only got worse as we went. It, it's funny because you also, once they hit Route 66, there was something kind of special about that uh, from my perspective, because that is th this may or used to be this artery of America called Main Street of America. And weirdly, it, it, in of itself, uh, according to some people, it has it's had a, an occult pilgrimage, almost occult yeah. backgrounds to it. Was that something you were aware of or was that just kind of a, a nice coincidence? No, it is. And there's also the idea of you drive across the United States and the Route 66 is a ghost town now. I mean, literally, it is a town that was left behind. It was it, it got even worse during COVID from the time that I scouted to the time when we shot. We went back to places that had actual cities before and they were deserted. The, the motels weren't even boarded up. The doors were just open. Uh, there was no homeless people there because they all had to leave. The supermarkets had all been raided like long time ago. It looked like a zombie apocalypse, but it was just people had to leave. There was no food left. There was no resources left. And I think also for me kind of being 
you know, a coaster and living in LA my whole life and all the rest of it to get out of that and also kind of get to experience America and what people are going through. I thought was really important for the journey. And it was something that we tried to capture in the background and in the feel of the film and as we were crossing the country. It, and it's funny because if one day we, we were to say like, okay, ghosts are real and we have scientific proof of it and here you go and drop this kind of bomb, existential bomb on us. Again, the fact that they're on Route 66, that it's a road trip and it's Main Street of America, this is very much an American point of view. Did you consider at all sort of how the rest of the world would react to this news and and what do you what i mean do you have what would that be like and i want to hear from both of you yeah let's see um i you know i made references to other places in the world and i definitely wanted to i i think this was the most i felt like i could tackle in this film with trying to stay with these characters you know we have a slight international element with bringing in rahul uh and <laughs> you know that element but for me I do think the rest of the world would act differently and I would love to engage in that further. And I do think it's a bigger conversation. It's been very fun to screen at other places and see how they respond because it is very different. Um, the UK had a different response than some people in the US, mm. but also an interesting one. Uh, and I think, you know, I, I think all perspectives are welcome. Yeah, Rahul, do you want to add to that? What, how would the world react? To well, yeah. How do you think the world would act? And yes, I mean, coming from sort of the British perspective as well, um, you know. Well, I know atheism is on a rise in Europe, right? As opposed to America. And that in itself would mean that I think in, if you were to, if you were a religious person and it would just confirm your beliefs, right? It would, it would play into the idea of life beyond spirits, things like that. Whereas for us, maybe, or for me, it would, it would really result in a, stripping back not just ghosts but like a real kind of reassessment of everything you once believed about god and the universe and the big bang and why we're here whereas right now you know i am very comfortable with with how i interpret why we're here in the world and the laws and and and, and things like that i think if there was some sort of proof of life after death um it would it would probably result in a lot of um soul searching it's like yeah. finding out that one plus one isn't two it's three and then trying to restudy maths i guess yeah in intriguingly there is that that rise of atheism but there's also a sort of people are kind of divorcing themselves from organized religion the uh, association with organized religion is on the decrease but the rise of spirituality and sort of the secular spiritualism is on the rise as well a lot of that was as a result uh you know we're seeing a lot of that as a result of the global pandemic uh, kind of molly i want to add to i want you to take this because you don't really take a stand as far as we don't get into this notion of god or there's a spiritualism spiritualist element to it but not really a religious element Talk more about that and why you kind of made that choice. And I guess along with that, were there rules that you sort of set up to what this kind of afterlife would look like? This is about two living people, but it is also set in this world of the afterlife. Did, you know, so speak to the lack of religion, but also the, the rules that you may have set in place about this, this universe. You know, one of the interesting things about religion is that, uh, 
we've been touring this film around and getting different perspectives. And it's amazing how much I found that this film reaffirms whatever people's previous perspectives already were. So there's been people who are Catholic who come up to me and say, this is actually very Catholic. And there was a Buddhist who came up to me and said, actually, this is very Buddhist. The person who came up to me and said, uh, we were in Tucumcari, uh, who is uh, Native American and said, actually, this goes back to Native American lore. And so I do think it is a little bit about what do you want to read off of this film? What do you think it means? And the fact of the matter is, I think the thing that unites us is that we are all haunted by things. We are all working through things and we all want to believe that there's something else or would like there to be. Um, and I think that's the thing when you look at all the different religions, that's kind of the thing that unites a lot of them together. I think because of politics and human beings and everything else, they get corrupted in so many different ways. But when you look at the intention, a lot of it is how do we handle grief? Um, and that was what I was more interested in tackling than any specific religion, what, you know, specifically. Uh, I, I don't feel like I am expert enough to handle uh, those conversations. And that's just not the conversation that I really want to have. Um, so it's more of a, I think what human beings might believe and uh, hopefully what I want them to take away from it, which is believe whatever you want, but be good to one another and work through your shit. And I think that's more of the metaphor of the movie. And then for the afterlife, uh, yes, there's a lot of rules that went into this and very specific. And a lot of it actually touches on things that you were saying earlier on. It's, it's all about what we can't process in this world and what we can't leave behind and our issues here. And really this one is about what haunts you. Um, and but yes, there's a lot of ghost worlds. And if I ever got the ability to make a film that was focused more on that, I absolutely would. Uh, it's um, something I kind of say as far as like one of my theories about you know what's out there is kind of uh, if you if you if the kind of ghost you might want to encounter or the kind of ghost you encounter is sort of like Luke Skywalker going into the the dark the dark side cave on Dagobah. It's it's whatever you bring with you um and uh the uh the uh you know trauma that you're bringing with you is that what you encounter as a ghost so there might be a bad ghost there might be a good ghost yeah um and also how do you feel about that ghost that might affect that ghost yeah are you is this something this certainly is a work that's quite beautiful work stands on its own is this but it also could work as a series. And I was immediately thinking of something like The Leftovers. Is this a world that you would want to explore further and explore maybe how other people would respond to this? You mean the sequel when Rose and Teddy have to drive back to go pick up their dog Stanley and Dr. Stevenson is upset because they broke out of the system and chases them back and it's a now wrote a chase movie? Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max with mm -hmm. <laughs> Dr. Stevenson chasing after you across the country. Um, I I could stay in this world with these characters forever. Honestly, the uh, even as a writer, I would get into these scenes and I would I would I would know what I wanted to stack against them, but they would just talk and they would just speak to me and they always did and I always heard their voices and it was so wonderful to go from that process to bringing it to life both of the actors only made the dialogue on the page even better and could I live in that world forever and do I think Katie and Rockle are amazing together and I love this whole dynamic and, and would work with them forever yes I think that this is probably a standalone piece though I don't know that yeah. we really need to continue the world of next exit and I I got some other stuff I'd love to do but yeah I mean if somebody wants to give me money to do it I mean we can make that chase movie 
the uh hey i would watch it the i know we're we're getting the cue to wrap up but i'll just ask finally um i mean i definitely oh gosh i want to hear so much more about what happened to you in your haunted house so uh, i want to hear about that but uh i guess what would you do as a ghost that's a silly question you you have a wide range do whatever you want what would you do as a ghost i mean i would definitely fuck with people I would just, I, I think that would be my main cause in life. No, I don't know. I it, I don't know that I would actually, it, with all of this being said, I don't know that I'd hang around. I think I kind of want to know what's next. I, I kind of want to just travel to places I didn't make my way to, you know. Oh, Go can we Fiji. fly? Is flying yeah. possible? You're not trapped in a house? Oh, that would be great. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's rules. You can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Fiji. Yeah, that'd be great. A travel yeah. world. Yeah. What, what would you do? I'd probably just check in with my loved ones constantly. I wouldn't haunt them. I think I'd probably have a hard time letting go and want to see my nephew grow up and stuff. So I'd Aww. probably just do that. That's sweet. Mm. Such a better person than I am. I know that's the poignant response compared to my just wanting to travel around. I I, I, I like that. Well, you know, I, I just, again, I want to say that this is a really beautiful film and it, it really is it's not about ghosts. It's, it's about the living and how we deal with our traumas. And uh, it really spoke to me personally. I enjoyed it greatly. Uh, Rahul, your performance was incredible. And, uh, and, and your co-star Katie, you guys really just knocked it out of the park. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank yes. You, and that was Mally Elfman, director of the new film, next exit and star Rahul Kohli. Next exit is now in theaters and available on demand. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Aaron Sagers and asking you to be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content. <laughs>